Uh, yellow, it's all out, and I'm your host, Aja Smith. We haven't talked in a couple weeks, guys. Um, right now I'm in Arizona, it's about 90 degrees out, and I'm here with some of my friends. They might be chiming in here this episode, but since we took a week off, um, there's a lot to talk about. The key points that we're going to talk about today are professionalism, religion, sexuality, and I did go get a psychic reading. But the first thing I want to talk about, again, is my digestive digestive issues, as always, because I've told you guys before when I go on a trip, it's usually hard for me to shit. Luckily for me, I woke up with explosive diarrhea, spraying the entire entire toilet clean, wiping my organs absolutely to obliteration, to nothing. Um, yeah, it's about, I, I probably took, it feels like there's about six enemas in my ass. Um, I've never done that before, but that's what I imagine is going on. And again, also, I'm recording outside today, and I know that when you're doing a podcast, it's supposed to be about having good acoustics and audio. Well, I guess I'm just not a good podcaster because I'm recording outside when there's a dove squealing. I think I'm going to go snap its fucking neck. Cars driving by, and of course, at our Airbnb, they're doing landscaping today. So, (laughs) hopefully you can hear me, and hopefully you're not too annoyed. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I was like wondering why my diarrhea was so explosive and why it woke me up at 6am. And the only thing is, I don't know how hard you guys follow the TikTok trends, but recently I've just been seeing everything athletic greens. So I went on Amazon and I can't afford, well, I could, but I'm not going to pay 90 fucking dollars for some athletic greens, but I bought the off-brand version and I took it. And of course it tastes like shit. It tastes like grainy, but it's like, drink it. It's whatever. Um, so I, I drank some of that and that's the only thing that I can think of that would make me have extreme explosive diarrhea, but I would rather have that than to be so full that, um, I can't take a shit because I think that's obviously the way worst option to have. But since we have spoken last, a lot has happened and I'm so glad that I I waited. I could have recorded last week, but I think that there was a lot of just like stress and anger and all these things type of going on. And I almost recorded last week, but I was so enraged that I was like, it is not sane for me to get on a microphone and spread this to the rest of the world. So now that I've had a week to decompress my feelings on this, I'm going to go ahead and share. So let me tell you (laughs) a little bit about myself. So I'm still working on projects and stuff for school and also working an internship. Um, And I'm working 20 hours a week with that full-time school. And I went and I was presenting a phase of my project to one of my professors. And we recently had this, um, not that you guys care, but I'm going to tell you anyways. We had this, um, it was kind of like a design competition, student design organization. And I could submit my projects, figure out. And this is the only way that I could think of that somebody would have met me and then said something. Um, I, so this this was before my presentation with my professor and I presented my project to my professor and I really enjoy this professor at the end of this or she told me she was like um 
Aja, I just want to let you know that a employer has come to me and they want to let you know that um, they are highly concerned for you. And they thought that you were not the same person that they met in person versus what they found on your Instagram and your podcast. And they are highly concerned for you. What the fuck? Why do I care? This is just very interesting to me because, first of all, I've said, just like any old thing, obviously employers are going to go look at your Instagram. Do I think that they should? Absolutely not. And it's just like, it's like, it's so different because it's not like 20, 30 years ago where before, you know, you couldn't see what someone was really like because there wasn't the internet and there wasn't this like outlet for yourself to just be and also just like express. I hate when people are like, express yourself, you know, get out there and show who you really are and you know, judgment and whatever. It's, I mean, I get it, but then it's just like, I hate that we live in a world where there are people who believe that you should act and behave exactly what the, how they want on all platforms. They want you to be professional in all settings. And it's just like, it's just not like that. Or at least they want control over, you know, your how you behave on the internet. And I hate that also companies believe they're like, you're a, you are a reflection and representative of our company now. And to me, it's just like, if I'm not harming anyone and I'm not hurting anyone and I'm not doing anything bad, why the fuck does it ever matter? And if I, I had to look at it as like, if I'm a business owner and my employees are like have this massive huge following or they're doing something crazy I'm not going to be like you know what you have to choose is it social media or is it your career and it's like I have this problem where people it's just like can people not be multifaceted can people not be interested in multiple things at, at at the same time because we can and I hate that people are like you have to choose you have to be this one thing and that's just how like I feel like this older generation is they want you to be one thing they want you to stay this one thing and it's it, for me it's all about authority power control they want you to act like this person or this expectation of how they think that you should be and it's like well then at that point you know why not? Like, let's just all act the same. Let's all just be the same. Why have any diversity? Like, why wouldn't you want, uh, it's an, I get that it's not that they don't want diversity and don't want those things, but at the same time, it's just like, who the fuck, who the fuck cares genuinely? And it's like, so obviously it seems like this employer that my professor was talking to, they obviously were very interested in me and obviously recognize that I'm very talented. And yet they didn't like what they saw on my Instagram and what on my podcast. And they thought it was concerning. First of all, what's so concerning? A fucking bikini picture? This is not the 1920s. Second of all, what's so con- concerning about talking about sex or saying the F-bomb? Please, God, tell me. What, do you want everybody to be Christian as well? Let's all be Mennonite. Because it's just not how the world fucking works. And it's just like, obviously, they liked me. but And it's like, I wouldn't want to work for somebody who thought that what I do is concerning because it's not concerning whatsoever. And if you think that it is, then I do not know what world you live on genuinely. And for me, it's like, I'm not going to stop being myself. I'm not going to stop doing what I like and being my unique self 
because it makes somebody else uncomfortable. That's just not going to happen. At the end of the day, I am always going to choose to be myself and do as I please. And if it does not, and if somebody does not like that, that is not my fucking problem. Jesus, now there's car horns going. No, but seriously. And it's like, I told my professor, I was like, you know what? And she's like, I just want to let you know that people are talking and this is a small industry. And it's like, At the end of the day, I will always choose myself. I will always choose what makes me happy. And if that means sharing a picture of myself in a bikini on on the internet that makes me feel like myself and like myself, then I'm going to do it. And if that means speaking my mind freely on a podcast, then I'm going to do it because it brings me happiness and joy. And if somebody doesn't rock with that, it's not my fucking problem. Again, I would not go if I saw somebody in a thong bikini and I did not like it and it made me uncomfortable. I'm not going to go to that person's mother, husband, or family relative or anybody of importance and be like, I don't like what this person is doing. I find it highly concerning. What the fuck is that other person going to do? And do you think the other person's just going to take the thong bikini off because you don't like it? No, they're not. And I'm so sick and fucking tired of people thinking that they can have control and power over another human being. I think that it's just absurd to think, oh, that's cute, right? Yeah. I think it's just, I don't know. And I I feel like my mind is all over the place. This usually happens when I'm talking. But again, and I also think it's intimidating to see somebody who is so comfortable with themselves and so confident in themselves and their abilities. And they're like, you know, how can this person be talented, but also, you know, take the risk of speaking their mind and doing what they want when I genuinely think it comes down to people are scared to do that. People are like, you know, my career might be over to do this. And for me, it's like I'm at the end of the day, I know that I'm going to be successful and a bitch has a high maintenance mentality. I like expensive things. I like fucking dinners. I know that I'm going to find one way or another to make money. And it does not scare me to speak my mind freely and be myself on the internet in case of a career, in case of a career. And it's like, I would only want to work at a company that appreciate, not, they don't even have to appreciate what I do, but just sees me for who I am and recognizes, you know, I don't care what this person does outside of here as long as it's not harming me and my company. They're being themselves. I want a highly talented and highly driven person to work for me. And if I know they're good, they're going to come do their job. And that's all that matters. And I think that applies to so many different situations as well. And it's like, even my family, like I, I called my nanny after this because I was so enraged and I was like telling her, I was like, like, why the fuck does this matter? She's like, you've just got to think, you know, you know, people are going to say this. I know people are going to talk, but it's just like, why do 40 and 50 year olds have this mindset? And it's just like, uh, again, like if I had a company, I wouldn't give a shit. I genuinely would not care what somebody else does as long as they're happy and as long as they're good. And it's like, for me, if an employer is going to, and first of all, whoever went and said this and then felt the need to go to my professor and say that, that is the most absurd and also unprofessional thing that I have ever heard. And it comes down, she was like, you know, this is called professionalism and, you know, people expect you to be like this way. And it's like, for me, what is so unprofessional? I mean, it's not like, you know, again, I don't come to work and I don't, come saying cuss words. I don't come to work in a fucking crop talk. I, I I don't do these things. I'm not coming into work drunk. So I guess I want to start this fucking podcast off today. I'm going on a bender because I just, I do not take authority, control, and power 
I don't take it well at all. Nobody's going to have an impact or effect on me. It's just not going to happen. And I don't want to have, and I don't want to control or power things over other people. I don't understand why people want that. And I don't understand why they feel the need to even say something when they don't like something. Just simply say that. Like, do you think that you're looking out for me by telling me you find me highly concerning? No, I'm going to look you dead in your space and say, well, fuck off then. Because there's 15 other people that want to hire me. And that's another thing, whoever this person was, it's like you didn't even, you. I don't even know who it was. They said that they met me, you know, I meet a lot of people and then they looked me up, great. And then it's just like, you didn't meet me enough to know how I work or what I do. And I, I you know, we all make assumptions about people, but it's just as like, I, I I wouldn't care that much. I genuinely don't care that much, especially to go out of my way to put in that much energy. And it does not make sense to me whatsoever. And it doesn't make sense to me either that there's so many people like that who have a spiked stick up their ass and like to keep it there. (sighs) Anyways, I need to be zen. I was been zen all day, but it's like, I really want to get this freaking point across. And I'm also, I am not because of this person, but I am trying to say the F-bomb less because my papal tried listening to my podcast and he's really old school. And he was like, I can't listen to my sweet granddaughter say the F-bomb. So I am trying to tone it down a little bit, but also this week, I do want it to be a little bit more informational and deep because I feel like I've been more deep and, and, and thinking a lot more recently about all of these different situations. It's like, how do I want to be portrayed in the world? And I do want to be my best self and I do want to be my most authentic self and I want everybody and I hate saying that I know it sounds corny as so corny as fuck to be like be your most unique authentic self um but it's so true and one last thing that I want to say about this is that hey you know this girl had some good work she won multiple first place prizes you know she obviously no I mean knows what she's doing she's had four internships. And that's crazy. Nobody has four internships in fucking college. I've had four internships and not to fucking brag on myself, but it pisses me off so much to know all the work. And for you guys as well, like when you put in so much work and know your value, and then for someone to simply just assume something when it's like your fucking loss, it's either like you get with a program or you lose out. Because I'm not changing and I'm not going to stop what I'm doing just because someone doesn't like it and just because someone is uncomfortable. When this happened last week, I was talking to a couple of my friends and my family and stuff about it. And I was just like, this is just the most absurd thing. And I said, it's crazy that somebody could make this assumption. But when I look at myself, I say, look where I've come from. I literally have come from nothing, from a trailer park to foster care to everybody in my high school thinking I was an airhead and an idiot to going to college, to having four internships, to paying all my bills, doing all of these things that I have done. I would say that I'm a highly driven and highly successful person for where I'm at in life. And the fact that, you know, this person just wants to be like, you know what? I like her a lot, but you know, the fact that she says the F-bomb and, and, and wears a bikini on her Instagram, highly concerning. Shut the fuck up. It's highly concerning. I'm going on a bender. I need to shut the fuck up about this. Obviously, you can tell I'm heated, but I just want to let you guys know, please, just please, God, never stopped doing something that you like because someone else doesn't like it. Or the, even if the fact that sometimes, you know, people 
like, I don't know, like when my um, professor was like, he saw your podcast and saw your Instagram. And like, I could have been embarrassed and I wasn't, I took it and I said, hmm, wow, that's interesting. No, don't be embarrassed of the things that you do and the things that you love to do. Just fucking own that shit. Seriously, just own it and say, and it's what I told my professor. I said, you know what? I genuinely like doing this. I feel like my authentic self and I know that people are not going to like it. It's going to make some people uncomfortable, but I guess that means that I'm doing the right thing because I'm being myself. And, you know, I, I think of it in this way when you like look at art and how you interpret different things. It's like everybody has their own interpretation of things. And it's like, you think this is concerning. I, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I just want, you know, if you guys ever are starting something or starting a business. Some people can be like, oh, wow, starting a business instead of just like, you know, I hate that some people nowadays, especially on TikTok, people are like, don't quit your nine to five. That's lame. Like do your own thing, which I'm very much that thing just because I know that I, I am a very individual worker. And again, I don't take, not that I can't work in a team and take authority. It's just like, I don't like when somebody feels like the need to have like control over all of my moves. Like I very much need my freedom and I understand that. So I feel very driven by working by myself. And I'm not saying that like, again, working a nine to five isn't, it's not bad, but I'm just saying that like, if you were ever to have and start, start this fucking dub again, just ignore it. <clears throat> maybe I can edit it out. Hopefully God, I'm just saying that if you were to ever start your own thing, just fucking go with it. And again, if you're my age, again, I'm 22. There's so many different things that I could, con I, this podcast even now could severely fuck something up for me. But again, how would I ever fucking know if I didn't try it? And again, it makes me, it makes me happy. So why would I not do it? If you find something that makes you happy, whether it's successful or not, who the fuck cares? And again, I say at my age, but even then, if you're in your 40s, if you're in your 50s, you can. And some people, I feel like even when you're in your 40s and 50s, you're like, isn't it a little late to do that? Like, whatever. Like, maybe I should just stick to my job. And I'm just one of those people that I, I feel like I'm very passionate about the why not. Because I look at this again and I said, I have one human experience. And I know this sounds fucking weird and it sounds fucking lame, but I'm I'm really passionate about this. I really am. You have one human experience. Why the fuck not just try as many things as you want and just test it out? And there will always be people that do not like what you do or always people who are saying, you know, maybe that's not the smartest thing or always people will be like, will that make you money? Or there's always people that's like, you know, doubting you or there, there will always be people that are not on your train, but it does not matter because at the end of the day, you're, you are the only person on this fucking train of life. And I know this sounds so fucking cringe and I'm not usually somebody that's like, Oh, inspirational speaking and blah, 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 blah. But in real life, I'm like that. I feel like, but it's just like you have, I, and the thing is too, I've realized like I have to have, you have to have people that surround you that are also dreamers that people aren't. And it's okay to like sit down and, and, relax and rely on a st stable stability job but if there's a point where you can you know have a lot of stability with money and feel like you can try something and try to chase after something that you're <laughs> dreaming about <laughs> sorry um 
it's like just just why not do it? And I feel like it's again, you need to surround yourself by people who are also dreamers and who are also people that are willing to take risk and can believe in you and inspire you because it can be really hurtful to the things that you want to accomplish if you can't have people that are also like, you know, why not try it? You know what? I'm going to see how it goes and I might not like it. I might like it, but I'm going to support whatever you like anyways. And that's just what I have to say about professionalism. And, you know, obviously there's a time and a place for everything. And I get, I get that I always go on a rant and a bender, but it's also just like, there's a lot to go into professionalism and a career and making money and being successful. And at the end of the fucking day, do what your soul tells you. If you have this urge to start a YouTube channel and you have five fucking sub- subscribers, who cares? Who cares? Literally no one gives a shit. And there might be people from your hometown or there might be people you go to college with or there might be people that you work with that are making fun of you, but who the fuck cares? And if there's some fucking employer that's like, mm, you know, I like you, but this is concerning. They're not the company for you. It's not the place for you. And those people are not for you. And that is okay. And it is okay that not everybody likes you. And it is okay that not every place wants to hire you. And it is okay if it doesn't work out. And you fail incredibly. And I feel like this is the first time in my life where I have felt completely okay and completely satisfied with just complete failure and complete just trying things out. And if I'm a loser and that's the worst thing that can happen to me is being a loser then so be it because I feel like I already am one (laughs) so that's just the that's my TED talk for the day do as you please go for it who cares if there's ever a time that you're like I would be really interested in trying that or really interested in starting my own thing Just do it because nobody cares and you will find people that believe in you and want to be on the same train as you and you can ride together all the way to hell. (laughs) So the next thing I want to say, though, is that (laughs) the other day I was um, going out and getting lunch and here I am sitting here talking about not somebody not being on your team. I went into this like food hall um, in Indy and basically I was people watching being a creep and can we please cancel it's my birthday sashes or I'm engaged sashes or um, I'm like all of those type of sashes. Can we just cancel sashes altogether? They're fucking horrible and so cringy. It's like we're walking out in public and it's like a tiara and a birthday sash. Talk about embarrassing. I would rather bury myself in a fucking hole and die than to wear it it's a my birthday sass and especially then somebody told me happy birthday i would be like i'm done i'm done you said 15 or younger eli says it's only acceptable to wear those if you're 15 or younger I feel like I agree, but the thing is, when I do see somebody with a birthday sash on, I do feel like, and this is just my opinion, I don't know what you think, it's like, maybe comes from a place of insecurity because you want people to say it's your birthday, and every time I see somebody with a birthday sash on, I want to be like, oh, I need to tell them happy birthday, and it's like, you, the reason that somebody wears a birthday sash is because they want to be told happy birthday, correct, or congratulations? Yeah, I think that makes sense. It's like flaunting. Well, yeah, it's like flaunting. Like you want, yeah, it's like you want the attention. You want, it's also, I feel like, kind of a tradition just in our society. A tradition? Like, oh, like a tradition? Says, so I should be like, 
oh, like, really? Like, everybody does it, so I should do it. I mean, I don't know. I've never got the urge to wear a birthday sash. <laughs> you haven't either? Yeah, I've never had the urge to put on a tiara or a birthday sash. Unless I feel like the only time is acceptable if it's your 21st birthday. That is the only time so that people can buy you free shots. Like, that is the only time to say, that is the only acceptable time, in my opinion, where you can say, it's my birthday. So then people in, can buy you drinks. Oh, I guess I need to change my answer to 1600 because I feel like quinceaneras. Oh, yeah, quinceaneras. How do you say it? Quinceaneras. I know what you're talking about. I thought that was at 15 years old. Quinceanera, 16. Oh. Are you, are you sure? I thought quinceaneras was 15. Riley, do you know which one it is? 15. 15. It's 15. Oh, shit. Damn, I was saying that it's only... Quince, isn't that 15? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. yeah, you're right, you're right. I was saying that it's not acceptable to wear birthday sashes unless it's your 21st birthday. Or your quinceanera. Yeah, or your quinceanera. Because I feel like other than that, it's just like... I don't know. Especially when it's in like broad daylight and people are like walking around shopping with a birthday sash on. Mm-mm. Not even that, just at the bars. That's yeah, even at the bars. Yeah, I agree. Um, so also, though, I was getting my hair done the other day, and um, I don't know why, but my, I, there's, I've never, I've never been the person that where people go and get their hair done, and they're like, I'm so close to my hairdresser. I can tell them anything. Like, that's never been the case until I recently changed my hairdresser, and he, he's also a Sagittarius, and he's the one person I feel like he knows more about me than, like, some of my closest friends, because it's like, I know that I'm never going to see, oh, I see, we follow each other on Instagram, but I know that we don't have any mutuals, so then I'm, like, spilling all the beans, telling him, like, graphic dirty details and also i feel like every time i go to get my hair done i'm drunk so anyways if you're listening you know who you are i love you the next thing i'm going to get into today though is religion so this is also kind of talking about how i was saying that you know not everybody's going to be on your team not everybody's going to understand you not everybody's going to be like oh yeah go you totally there for you and again it's completely okay so i was talking to one of my really close friends and again i'm not going to say any names because we keep we keep it real, but we keep it disclosed. And sorry again for all the fucking cars. This specific friend of mine grew up super freaking religious. Oh my God, if the cars don't stop driving by, I'm gonna kill myself. I think they were like the bonnets and the long skirts and you know, it's like Christianity, but like times four, I believe. It's like super hardcore, but I don't think it's quite Amish. I think it's between Christianity and like Amish. What's the difference between that and Mennonites? Um, Mennonites, uh, they, they use electricity and Amish don't like they drive cars. The Amish don't, That's not the difference. I, I believe so. Yeah. Like they have all the same beliefs other than like using electricity. Same version of the Bible. I, yeah. Yeah. Like, I have my phone also. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure here you can use my phone. I know that a lot of people find it very um, concerning or uncomfortable, especially where I come from, where most of the people in my city were Christian. And if you weren't Christian, then like, you were going to hell regardless. And I even had one of my best friends from high school tell me we couldn't really be best friends anymore because I'm not 100% Christian and she can only be friends with but that are 100% Christian. So I can kind of understand some of these viewpoints of where people like get this. But the fact that like these these people with certain beliefs have such an emotional um, like reaction and feel when they see how others are behaving and 
it, it kind of is like this, not control, but they genuinely think that, you know, if you do these certain things that are out of what we believe and out of these certain rules, you're going to hell. But what blows my mind is that these people think that if you do something like that, then, you know, it, it affects them or they feel like it affects them in some way. And it really doesn't. Like if you, again, if you hear somebody saying the F-bomb, you look the other way and turn around. If I see somebody doing something I don't like, like taking a shit on the sidewalk, then I'm turning my head and looking the other way or I'm plugging my nose. Like it's just that easy. And when, when like, it's like when I think of this and like I have these certain instances with people, it's like it also makes me think about like the power dynamics within um, – religion and like these set of rules to follow and how even like within Christianity there's and one of the main points I want to take about this is because this friend of mine was talking like one of the most eye-opening pieces for me was that he went on um what's it called like a study mission trip she went on a missionary trip and said that she met so many other Christian people and yet um they all had different beliefs on different things but at the end of the day they all believed in this like one common thing and like love and that Jesus. And it's like, for me, I'm not necessarily Christian. I do believe that there is a higher power and like there's some type of God, but do I necessarily believe in Christianity? Not, not necessarily, even though I don't necessarily call myself Christian, but it's also interesting to see that so many like, and I'm not saying a fault, like I do not want to offend anybody who has like believes in Christianity. And genuinely, I feel like if you're a Christian for the right reasons, then it's not going to offend you because I feel like the most, when it comes down and I look at Christianity and any religion, the main things that I see, at least it should be all about loving open arms, you know, um, being mindful, understanding where people come from and meeting people where they are and loving and trying to create a better environment for us all and, you know, being giving. So it's like interesting when I look at Christianity and how many like topics that these people want to debate on and have like a control over such as like when Black Lives Matter was happening. Well, it's still happening, but you get what I'm saying. It's like they were like, well, all lives matter. Well, obviously, but that's not the fucking point. Or even like LGBTQ. It's like you want to pick and choose. And it's like at the end of the day, at least for me, I want to love everybody and meet people where they are. I don't want to have, you know, control or saying that's right or that's wrong. And it's all about people wanting almost like, you know, I'm right. You're wrong. This is what we should be doing. And it's not about that. I feel like even religion just isn't about right and wrong. It's just about being a decent person, being a good person and being a loving person. It's not about like being picky and choosy about all these things that genuinely at the end of the day, you don't matter. And even then, you know, maybe I shouldn't be able to speak on this because I haven't read the whole Bible. And even then, when you look at most Christians, have most Christians read the entire Bible? Most likely not. And then not only that, but they want to pick and choose, you know, what their interpretation is of the Bible and what they want to believe in in the Bible. And that's where it's just kind of like, you know, if there's so many interpretations, then like, what do you believe? And what is the, if, if, can we all look and say, you know, there are so many different interpretations. What are the common grounds here of this religion? And for me, when I was like looking at this, you know, one of the biggest things I was talking to somebody that I saw in a coffee shop the other day and we were talking and one of the things that I was saying and well that we were talking about is that uh even then I've had to like open up my perspective a lot so this is kind of what we were saying is like you know when my friend said this when I was in high school or whatever I was like oh wow all Christians must be like and some of like the um when a lot of this like black lives matter 
issues were coming up during coronavirus and how so many Christians were like, well, all lives matter or like bringing certain points up from the Bible. It's like then it you can't target an entire group based off like even if the majority of this group is saying that it's been hard for me at least to say, you know, not everyone within that group is like that or not everybody who believes in this believes in these certain points. And it's like genuinely just getting down to know people. And it's like, especially when Donald Trump was president and there's so many Republicans like go Trump. And you think of like, when I think of Trump, I think of people who are greedy and racist and genuinely terrible people who don't care about others. That's, that was my interpretation of Republicans, especially during this time. And even now I crack jokes. I'm like, fuck Republicans. They're the fucking worst. But even during this time, I've met people who are Republican who do not believe in those set of values whatsoever. And they just happen to be more conservative. And even though I'm not more conservative, you know, these people were genuinely good people who also didn't believe in what this majority was believing in. And it really takes like I feel like there's been a lot of lessons learned for me in the past year of like really taking the perspective. And I really can't assume because of a majority of a group that believes in certain sets of beliefs that are even portrayed on social media, not everybody is like that. And it's just really hard, I feel like, to like maybe take a few steps back and really think about, okay, you know, is everybody like this? And you obviously want to say no, but then there are so many people like that. And I feel like even now, not to give um, Christianity or Republicanism any type of like slack, that's not what I'm saying, but it's like where I feel like even people within these groups who might have certain set of beliefs that the social like social media doesn't necessarily display, they feel a sense of guilt of saying, you know, I am Christian or I am Republican. And, you know, I feel like if you're genuinely a solid person and genuinely believe what you're doing, even then some people, some Republicans and some Christians are absolutely delusional in saying that what they believe in is good and right. But I'm saying that, like, you know, it maybe isn't as embarrassing if you know that you genuinely take a lot of perspectives in, you get out of your environment and you see, you know, not everybody's like that. And like, I'm pretty solid in my beliefs. And, you know, after evaluating a lot of different perspectives and a lot of different things, this is genuinely what I can say that I land on. And then I can look at that person and be like, OK, like, let's let's talk about it. Let's have a let's have a conversation about it. But I feel like it's it's also very frustrating when I meet people who have maybe even even from my hometown, where it's a very small community and they have never even cared to look at anybody else's situations, experiences or perspectives and they want to solely believe in what they believe in without looking at anything else, then it's like, I can't trust you. I can't believe what you believe in or what you're saying. And you can't consistently and consciously preach what your beliefs are when you have not evaluated a slew of opinions, a slew of perspectives, a slew of information, or even gotten out of your living environment at all to see how other people live. Like, it just is like, it doesn't hold up. (sighs) So this is just like a little take on my, like when I'm thinking of religion and thinking of groups and people and beliefs, like I've really had to sit back and think like, you know, what is it and what do the common things come down to and where can I meet these people or where can I meet myself within, you know, these people? Because I feel like I have been able to take a slew of different perspectives and opinions and meet people with open arms. And I genuinely wake up with happiness and love in my heart even though I'm a fucking bitch, I do. 
And I feel like, you know, I'm going to, I'm in a good spot and confident in what I'm doing and what I believe in. And I feel like if you can get to that spot personally for you, where you're like, and it's okay if you're also just unsure, but like what I would advise also is like, just fucking talk to people, just meet people, just understand. And like, try to be as open-minded as possible. Try to learn as much as possible. Live, laugh, learn, love. There's nothing ever bad that comes from learning. How about you pick up a fucking book or talk to somebody on the street? It's not that hard. <laughs> anyway, so I'm in, in Arizona and we had to take a late flight here, like at late at night. We got here at like 3 a.m., which is like um, 6 a.m. back at home. Or no, we had 2, 2 a.m. and it was like 5 a.m. back home. And then not only that is that we uh, got a rental car, but when we got to the airport, to the rental car, we had to take a shuttle to the place. And then when we got to the place, there's like, again, this is like 2 a.m. And there's like this massive line of people where the line is not moving. And it's like, are there cars? Are there not cars? What's going on? And I would say we were there for probably what, like a solid hour and a half, solid hour and a half. Um, so budget, if you're listening, budget car rentals, fuck you, get a better program. It's not that fucking hard. Yesterday we went to Sedona, Arizona, and if I don't, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I guess Sedona is like the the highest spiritual realm of the United States. Like has a lot of um, supposedly within America, yeah. And it's like uh, a spiritual vortexes and all of that stuff. And all of us here that have we've been here, we've also kind of said that it, we feel like we're kind of in a fever dream. Like things don't that's great, Things don't feel as if they're bad or good or neutral, but it doesn't really feel real. And we don't know if it's just here or if we're just sleep deprived. The time zone we're feeling a little funky. But we went to we went hiking yesterday, and then we went into Sedona, and I was like, you know what? I've been seeing repeating numbers like crazy. And then TikTok told me that if you keep seeing repeating numbers, it's a perfect time to go get like a psychic reading or meet with like a spiritual healer to see like what's going on or like, you know, next steps confirming. I've been seeing like 111, 444 for a solid two months now. And then now it's just getting out of hand where I'm seeing like 222, 111, 444, 333, 555, like just like not even meaning to just seeing it everywhere. So I was like, I'm going to go get a psychic reading. And I found somebody that I really wanted to go get a psychic reading from. But uh, she was all booked up because she was, I guess, like the fucking best. But I really wish I would have been able to see her. So <clears throat> now that I've been ranty and um, very serious and very passionate the past 45 minutes, I'm going to tell you guys about my psychic reading. And also, I want to I guess I want to tap in also on sexuality really quick when it comes to religion, just because I think it's... Um, I also just want to say that when it comes to sexuality and religion, I think it plays in a really big part in like owning what you do and what you like and what you don't like. And it, it's not necessarily exploring that, but I'm just saying that also, I'm just saying this because I had a friend who also said that, you know, how dare you be sexual or how dare you um, even think about having sex and you're a very sexual person as if it's a bad thing and as if we didn't have sexual organs for a reason and as if only like three percent of people do not have sex before marriage I don't know I think if it's the worst thing worse to have sex before marriage I don't think it's the worst thing and if anything I feel like you can really not always again it's up to you and your partner I feel like you can really test your connection and how much sexually you get along I saw a tiktok where this girl <laughs> got engaged to this guy and he was like I'm just very old school I don't want to lie like I don't want to have sex before marriage I'm gonna kill somebody <laughs> yeah. 
And so she was like, you know, all right, like, that's fine. And so it's been months and they finally get engaged. They finally get married. And then she goes, um, you know, they're going to have sex and they go to, and he's like pulling down his pants. They're about to have sex. And she notices that this man literally has a micro penis. And she was like, I swear to God, I feel like this man was not conservative and old school at all. I feel like he just didn't want to have sex. And, you know, he didn't, he wanted to hide this from me because he didn't want to notice that I had, he had a micro penis. And she's like, now I feel gypped and lied to. And then, you know, I'm not being sexually pleasured. But then again, I guess like, now, if having a big dick is a thing, then you need to figure that out before you get married. But did they end it? I don't, I don't know. She didn't say that. But it's just like being able to, well, like, even if I guess I want to be like the thing. I don't know. I feel like if it went to my hole and I didn't feel it at all, I'd be kind of upset. But it's like maybe you can figure out some solutions there. But it's like, why would you want to be on a vibrator the rest of your life? Maybe he can get a penis. Maybe he can put on a strap on. I mean, worse comes to worse. But like, but it's just like, I don't know. I feel like that's one of those things. It's well, okay to be sexual. About argument about um, like the sexuality in from the Bible. Like, like what do you mean sexuality in the Bible? As you shouldn't. You shouldn't have sex. I feel like you should do what feels right for you. But I think that people should have sex before marriage. And again, it's at the end of the day, when I look at religion, this is my view on religion and beliefs is like, again, you're loving, you're giving your light to the world. I think that at the end of the day, all religions believe it based in the basis of same things. I think that us as humans have picked things that we want to pick and choose to believe in as right and wrongs and like daily habitual things that you should or shouldn't do, which I think is very silly. Like, Maybe there's a religion that says you shouldn't dance with your ass up in the air. Like, probably not. But, like, even then, I feel like there's some silly things that I've heard that it's like, mm. or even, like, a lot of Christians don't believe in the, they're like, well, I don't believe in the Old Testament. Well, technically, it's still in the Bible. It's like, so you don't, like, they're like, well, I don't believe in slitting a goat's throat and making a blood circle because it sounds a little satanic, but it's still in the fucking Bible. So it's like, again, people want to pick and choose and uh, my viewpoint on religion and beliefs is you should love people. You should be giving. You should be caring. You should be light and bring like light to the world since there's a lot of darkness. But a lot of people, again, want to feel righteous in their own beliefs and righteous in like in control over other people and what people should or shouldn't do. I agree. I just feel like every time you're saying it, I agree that it's involves peace and loving and all that but also i feel like all religions focus around some sort of higher power i believe there's a higher power yeah i just don't necessarily like believes all the different storylines within religion and that might change but as of right now you know and again i haven't written the whole read the whole bible so i really feel like i can't have an opinion on it but i do feel like whoever put humans on the planet they wouldn't put humans on the planet to just be like all right now this is what's right and wrong. And I came to save you. It's like, you already made me. So why would you need to save me? And I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, that's just my view on it. And that might change. Who knows? I think that when I was in high school and there was, I was around a lot of religious people, I wanted so badly to believe in that narrative, but in my soul, it didn't feel right. I could never fully 100% believe in it. When I think like for me personally, like I, 
even when I was a child, like my nanny and papa always took me to church, but it's not like I ever learned, like read the Bible. Like we would always just tell stories and listen to the, whatever pastor was preaching, but it wasn't necessarily like us learning what was in the Bible. And I feel like that's where a lot of it gets tricky too, because then it's like, however, the pastor is also interpreting it or saying like what's right and wrong and different things like that. But anyways, um, so I went and got a psychic reading and because I've been seeing all these numbers and I know that you're not supposed to, but according to the Bible, but again, I'm not religious. And my nanny, um, was Christian growing up. And she always said, you know, you're not supposed to do that. But she went with her and one of her friends like a long time ago. And she said that her friend, when she went, the psychic told her, you know, you're going to be in Florida in a year. Um, and it's going to be a pretty important event. And a year later she was in Florida because her dad died. So it's like, if my nanny did it, but like, she's still a good person. Like what's the worst that can happen? It's not that big of a deal to me anyways. Like I'm not going to go to hell because I went to a psychic once. And if hell's real, then I'm probably already there. But anyways, so I went in and I asked her, I was like, you know, what's going to, like, I've been seeing all these numbers. I feel like I should come in. I, like, I don't know what's going on with my career or what I should be doing. And, like, my love life, what's going on? Like, I'm so young. Is it, like, possible to meet somebody this young that you, you know, you're going to stay with forever? Um so I asked her these two things. Keep in mind, she is supposed to be like world famous, and like the shop that you went to in Sedona is like supposed to be renowned. She's supposed to be really. Okay, yeah. So I thought I should go in, and I guess that the the shop that I went into is supposed to be like world renowned, famous, or whatever. And they had like a list of different psychics to pick from, and so I there was like only two available within like the next hour. So I looked at both of them, and then I chose one. And so I went in, and I was asking her about these things, and. When she, I first saw her or, like, met her, she was like, you – she's like, your eyes, wow, like, you are beaming with, like, light and energy. And I was like, mm, really? Because I think so, too, girl. And uh, so uh, – fuck. Be your daily – your weekly thing of burping in the podcast. So I went in and we're talking and I'm telling her about different things. And I – she does tarot. I was looking for somebody who wasn't necessarily going to do tarot, but she did tarot and not tarot. Like – she took some of it with the tarot cards, some of it with just like her meeting me and my energy. And I was hoping that she would tell me I'm going to be a millionaire. Um, she didn't tell me that necessarily. <laughs> I wanted her to say that you're going to be like sexy, hot millionaire. Um, basically, basically everything self-conceited that I would like to hear about myself that are good. <laughs> but I asked her about my career, um, and different things. And, um, she said that since I had been seeing all these numbers, it basically, especially the 111 and the 444, that I'm on the right path. And it's like, oh, that's kind of crazy because as soon as I started, um, like started doing my podcast and started really feeling comfortable with what I'm doing in life and who I am as a person and like knowing that everything's going to figure itself out, I started really seeing all these numbers and like allowing for whatever to happen, happen. And so it, a lot of the cards that came out, she said that I was going to be, and again, I don't know how realistic this is. She told me that I was going to, I'm very much a light to others and that I'm very, I'm supposed to be very healing in this lifetime. She also said that, um, a lot of my success will come from like inner work as, um, like energy healing, meditating, yoga, um, and that. Hold on, let me see. Let me see all of my cards. And she said that a lot of, she also told me that I'm going to be an author in this lifetime she of a book um, of some sort. 
And she also said that uh, one of my main life's purpose in this lifetime is going to be a mother, which I found astounding considering that I don't want children whatsoever. (laughs) And I was just like, I just don't understand how like, I was like, well, maybe it's just because like people see me as childlike, but like, I don't really see myself as being a mother. Um, I don't really want kids. Like, that's just really interesting. And she's like, no, I totally see this for you. And I was just like, okay, wow. And she said that a lot of that I'm a healer and like the counseling healing cards and um teaching came up a lot for me in my career I was like okay well I was like well I just started like a podcast maybe that's a way to like be healing and teaching or some sort and she pulled I'm so glad this happened at least because she pulled an abundance card an infinite infinite abundance and it said like you're fully supported as a devote as you devote yourself to your divine life's purpose. So it was like, I kind of took that as like, you know, the millionaire part where, you know, money's going to come. She said material things will come easy in this lifetime. I'm hoping so because I'm a material type of girl. Um, I love luxury things. I love fine dining. I love everything expensive. I love traveling. So I felt felt like that was good. And then she said that uh, my current partner isn't my twin flame, but your soulmate Soulmates and twin flames don't have to necessarily mean the thing, same thing and you don't have to be with your twin flame for a lifetime and your twin flame doesn't have to be your your part or like your romantic partner. It can be like um, even like one of your siblings or a friend. But um, let me see. Um, she said that with my partner, though, that I would have a like a flow of prosperity, like with my partner, I would be making a lot of money, whoever that ends up being. And that um, in order to have any of my any of my personal relationships successful, that I need to meditate and do yoga, which I thought was so fucking weird. Like, what the fuck does yoga have to do with my relationships? I guess like a mind body experience. I left there a little antsy. I feel like it was fine, but it was also really hot in the room. And she was kind of like pushing on the idea that I'm supposed to be like a spiritual healer in some type of way, which I don't necessarily see that for myself. I'm not really into like the spooks and gooks of spirituality, even though I would say like I'm more spiritual and I um, believe in the delusions of things that I want in life. Um, I fully believe by the end of this year, I'm going to be a millionaire. That may not happen, but I fully believe with my mind and body and soul that it is. And I feel good in that. I feel good at least believing in it. And um, yeah, so I love there, Ansi. I'm feeling better now. I have to take you like with these things also, I just have to take it for my own interpretation. And with a grain of salt, I wish that this girl would have come up with a like glass globe ball and was like, I am seeing your future. You are you have pink hair. You are fit. You have a home in every uh, origin of every continent. And yeah, I don't know. Anyways. <sighs> so that's um the deal with that. I feel like this week I've been a little bit more serious and a lot of things have happened, but I'm feeling enlightened. I'm feeling good. Um... It's a little bit more serious, a little bit more, um, what is the fucking word? Mm, Passionate. I'm very passionate this week and my energy is all over the place as per usual. Follow my Instagram, Aja Smith, A-U-J, or my podcast Instagram. There's nothing really on there, but you can follow it if you want. It's all out, Aja. And then we have a website, 
alloutwithaja.com. You can submit a story, submit a suggestion, um, write me a review, leave me a five-star review to make this clitoris clap, and <laughs> leave it with a message. Um, and uh, yeah, that's all out. I love you. Bye. <laughs>